Oh, good day, team. Happy bloody Christmas. Well, I'm assuming, which you should never do, Melissa, I'm assuming that people are listening to this on uh, Chrissy Day. Well, anyway, it's going live on Chrissy Day. So if you're listening on Chrissy Day, happy Christmas to you. Uh, one, two, what are you doing listening to a podcast on Christmas? Uh, well, maybe people have time, right, between maybe. driving to families exactly. and things. Yeah, yeah, people do a lot of dri- a lot of people do a lot of driving on Christmas Day. Well, so. of course, we're not recording this Christmas Day; it's pre-Christmas. But are you? What's your Christmas Day look like? Uh, um, family, dogs, kids? Yeah, all of the above. All yes. of the above. Spending time yes. with the with the littlies. So, and, and also with my my nan and gran, who are both in their nineties. So, nan and spend, gran spending quality time with them as well. How so. old is nan? Nan is uh, 93 and Gran is 96. Wowza. You got, yeah. you got good <laughs> genetics, dude. 93 and you're going to live till you're about two. You're like Methuselah. You're going to live to, do you know who Methuselah is? No. no. <laughs> I'm just laughing along. Of course you don't. Methuselah is a figure from the Old Testament who lived to 969. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what he happened had a to really nine- great skincare regime and ate <laughs> lots of veggies. What did he end up dying from? Syphilis. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, don't say that, Craig, about a, a treasured. Oh, God. Uh, I was going to say mythical but theological character. <laughs> uh, I think quite rightly so, old age. But good question. That could be on uh, Jeopardy. What did uh, Methuselah or, or uh, trivia night? Um, um, just while you're... You're on the topic. Why are you talking for, bullshit on Christmas Day? Yes. For those that don't celebrate Christmas, happy Sunday. I think Christmas Day is a Sunday this year. So happy Sunday to you. To all our non Christmas celebrators, shout out to you guys and girls. Exactly. Happy bloody Sunday. And you people who don't have a great time traditionally, you're not a big fan of Christmas for various reasons. We get it. Shout out to you. Lots of love to you. And Happy Sunday. Think of it as just another Sunday where you got a bit of time. <laughs> and for those of you who have got to go and see family members that you're like, oh, fucking hell, <laughs> Uncle Brian, oh, my God. Yeah, just just batten down the hatches, just do your best. Just survive. It's one day. It's three hours. Just eat lots of turkey. I think tryptophan is the, uh, is the what is, is the um, amino acid, I think, that uh, comes with turkey that makes you a little bit sleepy. You'll be nine-eyed by about two o'clock. So load up on turkey, <laughs> ignore Uncle Brian, uh, do your best. That's what I can say. Um, but happy Christmas. And for those of you who aren't Christmassy people, happy Sunday to you. And uh, thanks for taking a little bit of time out of your day to listen to us or whatever day you're listening to this. So we are doing a 10-part series uh, called called New Year Revolution, and um, again, it's not a program. Uh, There's nothing to buy at the end. There's no, as I said yesterday, there's no upsell, on-sell, side-sell. We're not selling anything. We're just sharing thoughts and ideas. And and the the motivation, the main motivation for this program is is obvious, is to help you get set up for the new year. But for me, it's almost, sorry, it's also about thinking about the, the fact that so many of us start and stop. While nobody, well, very few of us, our intention is to start and stop. Our intention is to start and keep going, but the vast majority of us don't. And so I'm interested in that that don't. 
I'm interested in that why don't we? Like, why do we say we're going to do things that we don't do? Why do we start things that we don't finish? Why do we make resolutions that we don't follow through on? Why is January 1 the day? Why can't we ch- turn our life around and create new habits, thinking, behaviors, outcomes on December 3? Why does it have to be January 1? All of these things. And these are all just these are all just mind things, aren't they? They're just mind things. And so, but it's good to the reason that I last like to ask that question, which is why have I started a similar thing 10 times, yet here I am, it's number 11 or maybe 211 for some of you, yet here I am making a same decision or a similar decision about similar things that I said I'd do, that I didn't do, that I did for a bit, then I stopped, then I rationalized my stopping, and then I went, I'm going to start again soon. And I've kind of been doing that. I've almost been changing my thinking, habits, behavior, body, weight, shape, income, job, mindset, habits, almost been changing that shit for 20 years. And here I am listening to Craig. So it doesn't need to be that way. It just is that way for you. But if nothing changes, nothing changes. And so without beating ourselves up, we need to realize that we are the problem and we are the solution. And yes, there are other variables and people or situations or circumstances, which of course can be limiting and difficult um, factors and barriers. Totally get that. This is not a blame game. This is about going, all right. So for me, I would go, for example, I'm 59. I've had multiple back injuries. I've had cortisone multiple times in my back. I've still got two torn rotator cuffs. I've had um, every, every muscular injury you can think of. I've had it. Um, I've got high blood pressure, thanks to mum and dad, genetics. I've got all of these things that, and these are not, clearly, these are not cancer. These are not, but these are just things I need to navigate. So what I do is I don't go, oh, God, I'm 59. When I was 29, I could do this. And I don't go, oh, I remember when I could bench press properly because my shoulders were healthy. And I remember when, you know, I didn't have back pain. in the, Because all of that woe is me and all of that remember when bullshit doesn't fix anything, change anything. In fact, what it does, it makes me obsess about, about problems or what, what might be barriers rather than saying, all right, so here's the practical reality of my situation. Uh, what's the best way for me to move forward? So when it comes to creating our best life, we need to be strategic. We need to have a plan. We need to have a timeline. We need to uh, think about why we didn't do it already. Why haven't I done this? And and really, not, oh, because my mum did this or work did that or, you know, like really. And yeah, those things might be issues, but but nobody's holding us down and force feeding us, for example. Like, for example, when, when I was morbidly obese and I've been morbidly obese, I mean, not slightly chubby, I mean fat as fuck, and I'm talking about me, so don't you get offended because I'm talking about me. When I was fat as fuck, I was the reason, me. Don't have great genetics, but I still, I didn't look after my genetics or manage my genetics optimally. Now I'm lean and strong and healthy. My blood pressure is managed. My body fat is low. My muscle for my age is is uh, okay. My function is somewhere between good and really good for my age and all of that. And that's not because I'm amazing or gifted or special because I'm none of that, not clever, not any of these things. But what I've done is I've managed to figure out how to create an operating system that works for my body. 
my body. Can't wake up tomorrow and be 29. Can't wake up tomorrow and have different genetics. Can't undo any of the shit that I've done. I can't go back and undo those ro rotator cuff cares, tears. I can't. But what I can do is in 2023, as can you, we can make different decisions and do different things and create a structure and create a process and create a timeline and create accountability and step out of the emotional bullshit of feeling sorry for ourselves and rationalizing bad behavior and making excuses. And we can say, okay, what's my operating system? And if I lose motivation, if it's not fun, if it's not quick, if it's not easy or painless, uh, that's okay. I'm still doing it because I'll work through that. Most people don't work through it. Most people get to the the uncomfortable bit and throw in the towel. Most, in my opinion, in my observation over 41 years, unless there's a support crew, a cheer squad, or some high level of accountability, most people throw it in. I'm not a fan of cheer squads, and the reason I'm not a fan is because people come to rely on them. I don't want you to rely on a cheer squad or me or anything or anyone in the sense of optimizing your life. I want you to rely on you. If you have a cheer squad, that's nice. Well done. But don't depend on them to be your fuel to get out of bed to do the work because the moment that they stop or they go away or they're on holiday, you're fucked because you can only do that when you're getting a round of applause for eating a chicken salad, which is ridiculous. And so your ability to be able to do the work when no one's looking, your ability to do the work and to and to realize that unless you come into this year with a different mindset than all the other years when you didn't do it, you will produce the same outcome. If you are going, oh, well, I'll see how I go. I'll roll the dice. I'll cross my fingers. And, you know, I hope this year is different, you know, then you may as well not start, in my opinion. But if you go and, and you mean it and there's some deep, deep, deep internal revolution that is saying, fuck that, I am so sick of saying that I'm going to do things that I don't do. I am absolutely 100% as much as I can humanly control I'm going to create better outcomes, different outcomes, change the quality of my thinking, my choices, my actions, and my results. And I'm going to do that intentionally and consciously. And I'm going to do that when people are looking and people are not looking. I'm going to do that Saturday night at 10 o'clock when I feel like going to the pantry and eating shit. I'm not going to. I'm going to do that when I've got to get up and go for that run, that walk, that workout, that thing, and it's raining and it's cold, and no one will know if I don't go, and no one cares if I don't go except me. I'm going to go and do that thing. And I'm not doing it because I'm inspired or motivated or fantastic or brilliant. I'm doing it because that's what's required to get where I want to go with my life, my body, my my health, my fitness, my business, my, my academic pursuits, whatever it is. That's what's required, and I said I would do it. I said I would do it, and now I'm doing it. So a few things I want to ask you. So number one is this. What's the thing that you want? 
It might be our thing or things. The more clarity you have, the more likely you are to create it. So when I say, what do you want to do, be, create this year, this coming year, make it clear, make it definitive, make it specific so that there's no gray. If you go, oh, I just want to feel a bit better, bad goal. Ah, uh, it's not a bad goal, but the, the ch- because it's not measurable. It's like, what does that mean? I mean, you might feel better in the morning and you feel shit at night. Oh, I want to improve my health. Cool. As much as we can, without sounding too much like a scientist, as much as we can quantify things, the better. You know, well, at the moment I walk two kilometers and it takes me 30 minutes. Great. Set a goal around that. What about walking uh, two kilometers in 20 minutes? That's a 10-minute reduction. That's a 33% improvement. That means you've gone from walking four kilometers an hour to six kilometers an hour, which is a 50% increase in speed. Boom. Great. That's a good goal. Or uh, I want to walk 30 minutes every day for this year, 365 days, 30 minutes. And if I can't get in a 30-minute walk, I'll get in three tens. And I'm going to, I'm going to train in the gym three times a week, or I'm going to spend one hour a day with my kids every day, or I'm going to spend three hours or whatever it is, or I'm going to have hard conversations. And when it's required, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to avoid it. I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm just going to, I'm going to have a hard conversation that needs to be had because otherwise I'm not dealing with things. So whatever the, whatever the, the goal is, uh, it needs to be important to you. It needs to be potentially transformational or supportive of your best life. So number one is, what do you want? Number two is, why do you want it? And I've spoken about this in Goal Setting 101 is like, your why is really what you want. Why do you want to earn that money? Why do you want to lose that weight? Why do you want to change that situation? Why do you want to achieve XXX? What will XXX give you, do for you? Because it's it's the... Quite often, it's not so much the thing itself. It's not so much the 200 grand a year or the 10 kilos or the new car or the new house or the new job or the, it's what we think that new thing in our life will do for us. So understand your why and you're understanding your motivation. You're understanding your driver. The next thing is how. That's the plan. Step out of the emotion as much as possible. That doesn't mean don't be inspired, but don't rely on the motivation. Don't rely on the inspiration because we know it comes and goes. And if we're dependent on the motivation, that's a sometimes emotion, then we're going to have sometimes behaviors and sometimes results. And it's 2024 now. And you're sitting down listening to installment number 8 million of me telling you shit you already know. So why do you want it? How will you achieve it? Structure plan, organization, timeline. Be as strategic as you can. What's your first step? What's the first thing? What's a thing that you can do after this? When you stop listening to this in a few minutes, what's the thing that you can do that will create some momentum? What's a thing that you can do that will get your emotional and mental self somewhere near where you need to be to start to build a new operating system. And once we build that new version of normal, our normal, our normal operating system, our normal thinking, our normal behaviors, 
our normal habits, once we build that over time, we don't build it in a week, by the way, but once we build that over time, let's say you start this today, whenever there's somewhere around Christmas, New Year, you start today, hopefully in six months, three months, four months, five months, six months, depends on the goal, depends on the habit, depends on the magnitude of the change, but we get to a point where now we're just doing this thing on autopilot. I don't need all the discipline and self-control and willpower and mental toughness and resilience and inspiration now because this is just me doing normal. But we never get to that point without first starting with just hard decisions and hard behaviours and discomfort and willingness and, and yes, discipline, self-control, motivation they're really great when we're, when they're there and initially they seem to be or they tend to be there more but also at the same time it's his structure and accountability that we need to build around that so that when those things drop off the process remains and we're either going to lean into the process or give up on the process my next question is when are you starting if not now why my next question is what are your priorities and my last bit of advice is to make it as practical as you can and potentially get yourself what I call an unreasonable friend. One person that you share your vision and dream and intentions with. Maybe for some of you, it, it's better to make a public declaration on Facebook, but as long as you're not looking for approval and validation and ego stroking. I suggest you don't do it if that's the reason. If the reason is I'm going to make a public declaration, I don't need a round of applause, but I'm going to, and I'm going to update the world every week, every Friday. And that's my accountability or every 28 days. Then if that's the, if that's the process, I think that can be quite practical actually. As long as we're not building a, a paradigm where now we are dependent on the positive feedback and the approval from this online fan club that we're trying to create for ourselves. I think that does more harm than good because when the when the fan club falls away, as I said before, generally or often, so does the behavior that creates the outcomes. So what, why, how, when, awesome, get busy, happy Chrissy, love your guts. Sorry, I got a bit intense there. Go and eat some chicken, <laughs> eat some stuffing. Go for a jog, enjoy the sun, slip, slop, and slap. See you tomorrow. <laughs>